I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcoming you to Inside Twin Hills, where we are giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community so they can bless your socks off, my friends. I'm so excited about today's episode, but just like Elijah had Bale slain after losing a contest, my co-host is here to slay everybody. Please welcome Gray Haas. Hey, Hallie. It's so nice to see you. I am too blessed to be stressed, my friend. Absolutely. Me too. It's a wonderful Sunday, and I'm just loving uh, being here, and I'm loving this uh, amazing summer weather we're having. Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? Oh, it was so great. This morning, it was like high of 48, and then this afternoon, yeah. it was a you know it was a nice 99 with a 90% humidity. I just love Indianapolis this time of year. Isn't it beautiful? I went out this morning. I was doing my daily devotional. I went out, and there was dew on the grass, and I said, isn't that just a miracle? In the way that he is such an artist, isn't he? The, with the sunsets at night and the dew in the morning, he's a true artist. The the only person that I think even comes close to capturing that is Thomas Kincaid. Have you ever seen his stuff? Oh, yeah, that's so cool. Oh, it's so good. I have a really big, I have one picture in my condo, and it's just a Thomas Kincaid. That's so cool. Well, my friend, what's been happening with your Climax kids? Uh, well, we had a great week in Climax. As you know, we've been working through the New Testament, and my kids are just really getting into how cool it is to use some of those New Testament stories and, and apply them to their lives. Mm. You know, one of the stories that we talked about this week was Zacchaeus Ooh. up in the tree. And people didn't like Zacchaeus because he was small. Oh, and they ostracized him. They didn't also they didn't like him because he collected taxes. Yeah, and who likes taxes, right? That's right. The government takes too much of a taxes. I think that's right. Right. I hate April. And so he climbed up in a tree because he was being ostracized. Mm. And my kids really took to that. And I said, "Hey guys, I have a very similar story because you know I'm from Australia, and people sometimes are a bit mistrusting of that. And I also told them a story up when I was on stage this week of the time that I actually got an accidental spray tan that was a bit too dark. Oh, wow. And people saw that and they really said, hey, they thought I was from another culture, another place. Oh, wow. And I really felt that when I was like, oh. hey, no, I'm still the same guy. But they were like, oh, yeah, your skin's a bit too dark, even though my hair was still sort of dirty blonde. 
And so I just love to apply the story like that for my real life to like the story of Zacchaeus, you know? That's so cool. You know, I feel like there are no mistakes with God, right? You know, he is fully in charge all the time. And I wonder if when you were in that spray tan, I wonder if it was an act of God that it was too dark because you know what God might have been doing is letting you walk in somebody else's shoes for a while so that you could understand you know, what it feels like. Absolutely. That's how, that's sort of how I treated it. I actually went to the, the, I went back the next day and they, what they did is they spray you down with sort of this lighter color. It's almost like a, um, uh, something that draws the pigment out of your skin yeah. and then I had it redone. So I, but I was, you know, I was sort of another culture for, for a day and it was tough. That's cool. Well, I'm glad you're doing the spray tan because I hear, you know, the uh, radiation on the other ones, the bed, the tanning beds you used to do, that's not good for you. Yeah, I don't do the beds anymore, but I do still lie out in the sun. And I feel like once I get the spray tan, that's a good base. That's cool. And that's protecting my skin from the radiation of the sun. That's so cool. Wow. How, how was your week, Hallie? Well, you know, just like Thomas had his doubts, I have a teenager, as you know, and my son, he has not been given a large amount of faith and it tests me gray. It really does. I need your prayers. So my son day, he was asking me a bunch of questions about my own abundant faith this week. And, you know, we got to have a little talk, which means a lot to me to be able to talk to my teen because a lot of times they're not open to even, you know, having a conversation. And so I whispered, I whispered a little prayer of strength and you know what? God gave me the words to say. And I told day, I said, you know what? Christianity is the unrivaled source of human goodness. I just believe that day and I, and, and, and the teachings of Jesus are virtues of love and compassion and selflessness. And I want to be more Christ-like, right. you know, and I was just really trying to witness to him about what it means to me because I believe, and I told him this, I said, I believe the Bible is the most profound book ever written and what's inside it has stood the test of time and it is God breathed. And it is, you know, without the Bible, we would have no moral compass as humans. Right. You know, God gave us these guidelines. He gave us the 10 commandments. And if people don't believe in God or follow God, then no one will know what's right and wrong. Without the Bible, there is no right and wrong. Right. It would just be chaos. And, you know, we wouldn't even have love or light. And we wouldn't even be alive probably because everyone would just be murdering and sleeping with other people's wives. And day, he cut me off and he asked me, you know, what is morality? Like if, if God has cornered the market, if the Christian God has cornered the market on morality, what is morality? And you know what? We had a good talk about it. And we came to, we never agree nowadays, but we agreed, okay. Okay, morality is about happiness and suffering, essentially, don't you think? Like, we don't want to steal people's joy or cause them harm. Right. And that's the essence of the Ten Commandments and all that. And, and, and you, know, you know, like, we don't have a moral obligation to rocks, you know? It's like our actions affect the experience of other people positively or negatively. And this is where I said, you know, the Bible is the perfect guide to morality. And Day said, well, then why does the Bible tell parents to beat their children with a rod or to kill them if they talk back or to stone people to death for heresy or adultery or homosexuality or even for working on a Sunday? And I was like, well, this talk is over. And I took away his fortnight. So, you know, I would appreciate it if you just keep me in your prayers. I'm going to be real honest with you. You know, I think that's the right move, Hallie, is, you know, when it gets to that point where you're just arguing about the semantics of it, that's right. you got to say, hey, you want to play this video game or not? That's right. And conversation is over. But I, I admire you that you're going into the, you're wading into those murky waters. That's right. You, yeah. you're just trying to keep the lines of communication open, even though I don't even, I, I love him, but sometimes I don't like him. Is that okay to say? He's a teenager. Absolutely. I'd say that all the time to my kids. <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, 
Just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Just like Jesus appeared to a few friends on the road to Emmaus, we have a true friend who has appeared today to be with us. Please welcome Greg Gagowski, owner of Washed in the Blood Video. Hi, guys. What a pleasure to be here. Hey, Greg. So nice to see you. Just a ray of sunshine. Well, I try to be. You know, even when I'm having a bad day, you know, I, I try to project sunshine. Wait, you know. Was today a bad day? I'm having kind of a bad day. Oh, today. Oh, yeah. it's too You know, I snapped at the lady at the coffee shop. Oh. And I don't even, you know, I didn't have my coffee yet. Yet. Oh, see? oh well, right. Yeah. yeah see, and and your shirt says as much. Be careful. I haven't had my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Be careful. <laughs> right. But I've had it and I'm good. Oh, that's great. And here we are. It's so nice to see you. Well, you know what? I feel like, you know, we are not perfect. We are sinners, you know, and that's why Christ died. And what you could do is tomorrow when you go in there, if she's working, you could say, hey, you know what? I snapped at you yesterday and that didn't sit right with me. And I prayed about it and I asked my father in heaven to forgive me. And I feel like God wants me to come back and tell you uh, that I'm sorry. And then maybe that opens a conversation. You end up telling her about Christ, about Twin Hills. And who knows, maybe, you know. That seems like a lot to say. That's but, true. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a mouthful. I don't know if I can remember all that. but uh, And it's not, it's not always the same girl. Might be a different girl. Right. Yeah. But it's probably better just to let it go. Or tip. Right. I'll tip. So, Greg, you uh, you do something very special in the community. You've got one of the, what I would say, one of the most booming businesses. Ooh, in all fingers of Broad crossed, Ripple. I hope so, yeah. Uh, in yeah. all of Broad Ripple. Tell us a little bit about Washed in the Blood video. Well, uh, I've been the proprietor of Washed in the Blood video for seven years now. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a big film buff. Absolutely. You know, uh. big film buff. L- love them all. You know, but then there's some things that are not appropriate for the whole family. That's right. You know, right. and uh, and you want to you want to shorten them and just get the highlights in there. You know, the stuff that everybody can sit down and watch together. That's so right. I, I edit out anything that's going to be offensive in, in any way. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there are some things that are made for the family anyway. Great. I don't touch them. You know, right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but there's some, you know, film classics that I do think people should see. That uh, that yeah. need to have some stuff taken out, you know, just make it a little palatable for the whole family. What would it be an example of one of the films that you think a family should see, um, but that you got to take out some of the problematic things? Right, right. Um, I would start with the works of Mr. Martin Scorsese. Oh, um, so uh, so Taxi Driver. Yeah, I yeah. think is uh, is a movie that. Now, okay. what is that one? I've never seen it. Okay, Taxi Driver is a 1976 uh, Martin Scorsese film okay. with. Uh, uh, Robert De Niro plays Travis Bickle, Ooh. and uh, and he's a, a Vietnam vet. Ooh, you know, right. uh, thank you for his service. Right. And uh, he uh, he's having a hard time, mm. and uh, you know he's having some uh, some delusions. Mm. You know, and he's going around picking up uh, customers, and uh, he. You know, there's a, a subplot with Jodie Foster that I had to cut out. So like, that's not in there. Okay, that's not in there. So Was much that just because of her acting, or. Yeah, she was younger at the time. Right. She's not great. Yeah, she. Yeah. I, I never really liked any of the things she did 
I've really never liked much of what she's done. Well, she did do that. She had a real bad scene on a, a pinball machine, I think, didn't she? Yeah, that's the accused. I also have that. The accused is, uh, I, I've got a, a seven minute version of that movie, you know, which is mostly just, uh, just kind of interstitial stuff. You now, know, this like, is right up my alley. This is like cliff notes for movies. So I can say I've seen the accused. Exactly. Cause movies are so long. That's right. 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 That's right. And who's got the time anymore? Yeah. What's the average running time of one of your movies that you, you th- when you're taking a movie down to its sort of best part? I'd say, you know, under 20 on average. Well, that's probably know. for the rated R's, right? Because there's probably not much left. For the rated R's. Because first of all, there's a lot of swears. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, and you can dub over the swears, you know, and I'll try to do so. If there's a scene that I think should be preserved, you know, I will dub over the swears. Now, do you dub over with your voice? I do dub over with my voice. And so do yeah. you have to get creative to make it look like it matches where you're like, mm muffin top or you know say something where I, it looks like what they're saying you say that because i use muffin top a lot you do yeah oh my goodness i do muffin top uh fudge uh fuss yeah. uh-huh. uh fuss uh foof yeah i will use a lot w- what if it was like go to H-E-W, yeah i, I see what where you're going say? with that would you right. be like go to you know yeah i'll, I'll say hades uh-huh. oh, sometimes okay, you know you go greek with it okay you know um jail Go you to know, jail because that's the same syllable. Go directly to jail. Uh-huh. Do yeah. not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Yeah, and and that's just as bad. You know, go to yeah. jail. It's like it's effective. So sometimes in in the effort to get you know something different in there, it won't match exactly. Uh-huh. You know, because I'm not a professional you know lip dubber or anything right. sure, like sure. that. But you know, I, I still want to get the sense of what the character is is going for. Yeah. There. And yeah. I, I do, I, and I find it interesting too because you've um, you're still working on VHS. Mostly VHS, right. yeah. So are you doing that at home? Are you, are you actually splicing these films together? Exactly, right. yeah. So uh, particularly if it's like a current release, you know, they're hard to get on VHS. Oh, really? They are. They're hard to get on VHS. So, you know, we have uh, Avengers Infinity War. So, you know, I, I've got to do a thing where I, uh, I rent the DVD and then I've got a hookup where I, I have my, uh, my VHS camcorder is a few feet away from uh, from the TV, and I kind of uh, will you know copy it onto that. Oh, I see. So you you're actually pointing the VHS camcorder at the television screen, right? And then making a film the DVD, which is playing on my TV. Um, and I don't have a high def TV or anything. So as if high def is your thing, you know, right. um, sorry, okay, you know. Okay. Um, but I, I think it's more about preserving, you know, the uh, the intent of the work, you know, yeah. and uh, and the things that are entertaining about it. You know, it's not so much about uh, picture or sound. It's right. a labor of love, and I feel like you are really taking one for the team. You're doing an incredible service to the Christian community to be able to be exposed to these films that are full of wickedness out of Hollywood. Yes, and still be able to take what's good from it and be able to say you've seen it so you that you can reference it if people say oh you know this uh baz lerman film or right. pt anderson or something Ooh, he's got some difficult ones oh really? yeah i'll tell you well, that what much. does he got going well there's a movie called boogie nights okay, okay. oh yeah and it's about uh ooh, it's about the uh the adult film industry oh really? yeah oh. But uh, I, I've tried to take out the stuff that's directly referencing that yeah. and more about, uh, you know, th- there's a lot of stuff uh, of Don Cheadle working at a, uh, a stereo store. I kept all that stuff. Oh, that's cool. Oh, great. Yeah, that's good. He was just a hardworking guy. He's neat. I like him. He's cool. Yeah. So that's and There's a lot of good disco scenes, too. That's so I, I kept the disco and I took the film stuff out of there's, it so much. David I, danced before the Lord, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the other day I came in and it, what I, I really appreciated the sign that you had about the ratings that everything is rated G for God. That's right. Which is great. Yeah. And so I picked out a few films. The first one I got was, um, I'd never heard of it. It's called Chinatown. Uh-huh. And uh, I was a bit confused, though, actually, about... Uh, so so from the edit that you did, so we had... at the, Sort of the beginning, I, I understood there was some something going on with um, the, the waterworks or something. I'll tell you what. You've seen that whole... Th- if you watch the whole thing, not my edited version, you okay. watch the whole thing, you're not going to understand the plot of that oh, anyway. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you're not missing anything Great. on me cutting an hour and 50 minutes out of, uh, out of Chinatown. That was the nice part, is it really only... It ran about... I think 14 minutes. About 14 minutes. Yeah, 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 it was great. A lot of just Jack Nicholson walking around. Walking around. Beautiful, you know? beautiful um, cinematography. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, just laying down watches, you know. Oh. And uh, and it's got that last line in there, which is great. Forget it, Jake, it's Chinatown. Right. Uh, you know? So really, It's just got, a classic, great line. It was a classic. It's a classic line. Really a classic line. So I did enjoy that. The other one I got was really interesting. Uh, it was called uh, Fitzcarraldo. Yep. Yeah, that's a Werner Herzog film. Okay. Uh, about a, uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, but uh, a guy who uh, wants to build an opera house in the jungle. Oh, right. Yeah. And, and, that, and that part was in there. That part's definitely in there. Right. And yeah. I definitely got that part. But and there was a guy with crazy eyes. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of violence that I had to cut okay. out, and there's a lot of heathens oh. in there, too, to be honest. So, of like anything that referenced the heathens, you know, right? Uh, I, I had to take out because, you know, I just don't want people thinking about uh, the, the lack of religion, right? You know, because mm. they didn't know, you know, I, I don't want to blame them down there in the Amazon, right? But, uh, you know, they don't know. Oh, it was in the Amazon. It was in the Amazon. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess didn't, I didn't quite get the setting. You know, if I may encourage you, in terms of the VHS stuff, don't lose don't lose heart because that stuff comes back. My son just asked for a, a record player for Everything's vinyl. Everything's coming it back. It comes back. It yep. comes back. You know, I used to wear Doc Martens when I was, you know, you know, wearing fishnets and painting my nails black and everything when I was younger. And now, you know what? My son, he wants some Doc Martens. Isn't that so neat? <laughs> That's crazy. I should have kept mine. <laughs> yeah. Cassette tapes are coming back, you know, VHS. Yeah. I have a Dwight Yoakam cassette tape in my car. But the uh, cassette player doesn't work anymore. I never stopped listening to him. Isn't he wonderful? He's great. He must be a believer. I bet he is. I I'm, bet he I'm is. I'm not sure, but you can feel it coming off of him. Yeah. Same with Vince Gill. He's married to Amy Grant, so he has to love God. I love that couple. Aren't they great? They're great. They're my favorite. He loves her so well. So are you married? I am. Really? Yeah. Uh, my wife, Gayla, Gayla Gagowski. Yeah. And uh, she's also a film buff. Really? Oh, yeah. Is that what brought you together? That is what brought us together. You and know, how is it? How did how did film bring you together? Well, we were both walking out of uh, Blue Velvet at the same time. Okay. Oh. Now, what About, is that? Yeah. That's a David Lynch film. We do have it. You have it at Washed in the Blood? We do have it at Washed in the Blood. Uh, it's about a three minute movie. So it's kind of a short. Okay. You know, um, and uh, and that's about a small town in North Carolina. Oh, that's ah. great. You know, so you just, you get some images of the small town. You get a, a fireman waving on his big old truck, you yeah. know, and then the credits roll. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't know uh, much about Lynch, but I did get your um, Mulholland. What's it called? Mulholland Drive. Mulholland Drive. Yeah. I just, my version is just Mulholland. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I rented Mulholland and. Because um, I don't like abbreviations. Oh, I see. Yeah. 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 And I, I really liked it because I thought that woman was just beautiful and so she's innocent. She's a peach, isn't she? She is. Yeah. She's gorgeous. And I really liked looking at her face and I, I found it hard to follow, but I figured it was just because of the cuts. It was it because of the cuts? Nope. 
Oh, it's, it's just hard to follow. Yeah, that, that that movie I actually I left in the whole thing for that. Oh, so, really? Yeah. You you watched like a two and a half hour movie? Yeah. Yeah, and I noticed there was something between two girls, and I thought this must. I said Greg wouldn't have left this in, and I thought maybe it's a dream sequence or something. Yeah, I think if it's a dream sequence, you know, I've got poetic license to oh, leave it. Oh, I got it. In, you know, that but anything sense. that's real, you know, right. you don't want to confront the kids with that. Yeah, I well, think, yeah. my husband Lance, he kept saying, "Sick, this is sick," and he got up and he made some popcorn. Okay, but I noticed you ha- you haven't returned the uh, the movie yet. I still have Mulholland. I, I I was holding on to it. I'm not sure. I'll get it. I'll get it back to you. I'll get no, it back uh, to no you. No worries. Okay, cool. No cool. worries. We don't have late fees. I love that you, you uh, with a movie like Mulholland, you don't even have to make any changes and. And yet you still put your stamp of, uh, you put a little bit of Greg in there by, by just changing the title. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Now, I noticed, would you tell me, I, I'm doing, I'm going to cheat here on the test real quick, uh, because I saw this cinema top 100 and the number one movie was the, um, what's that guy? It's like a black and white. Uh, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. Yeah. Now, what is that movie? I don't know. I, I'm like, I don't want to watch a black and white movie. It's like watching subtitles. Uh, I don't want to do the work. It's a lot of work. What is it? it? What's the point? Why do people like it so well? Well, Citizen Kane is about a, uh, a godless man uh, oh. who is a newspaper tycoon. Hmm. And he's kind of based on uh, William Randolph Hearst. Hmm. And, uh, but it's mostly about just Orson Welles. Uh, it's about himself. You know, so it's a little, it's a little indulgent. I I do like with the black and white movies though, you've added a bit of color. Yes. A splash of color here and there. Yeah. How do you do that? It's very difficult. I've got to go frame by frame. Mm. And, and this is VHS that we're talking about. So it's hard to find the frames specifically, but I just go in and, and kind of color. Uh, with uh, with magic marker and you know and I'll tie dye portions of it you know I'm never sure exactly how it's going to turn out but you know people tell me it looks good. Well, with Chinatown, you know? I loved it. Right, I mean when it started, it was really splashy, and yeah. then I, I mean it must take a lot of time. So you can't do it for the whole film. But you can't do get, it for the whole film. It gives you an idea of what it could be like. Yeah, yeah. I also colorized the first 15 minutes of Wizard of Oz. So, oh, that's so neat. Yeah. Is it true that somebody killed themselves on set, or is that something kids say? No, that's true. Really? That's true. Yeah. Uh, one of the uh, the little people hung himself. Oh, yeah. Is that true? And you can just see him swinging in the back. I cut that part out, oh, of good. course. Yeah. Well, that brings me to another question. So in terms of the things that you need to censor and edit out for, you know, just for us to uh, stay focused on things that glorify God. Um, so language is one. Definitely. And then it's, is it mostly just like female nudity uh, and, and not violence? Like violence is okay and that's not obscene, but a female body is obscene? Yeah, you know, I, I don't want people to have to think about that so much. Right. Yeah, so the female nudity I'll take out. I will occasionally leave in the male nudity. You know, yeah, because it's not a problem for women, really. They don't struggle in the flesh in the same way men do. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so I think, you know, if you go to the museum, you will see some statues. David, right. you know, Michelangelo's right. David That's is right. uh, is nude as far as I know. Right. So, you know, there's a uh, uh, bad lieutenant. If you'll uh, if you rent that, you know, you can see uh, Harvey Keitel has a has a male nude scene uh, in front of a mirror. Oh, and wow. I left that in. Oh, wow. OK, cool. Yeah. I think it's, sometimes it's good just to, to behold the, the male body and just kind of see what's there well but, if you, you think know. about it they they have male genitalia in the sistine chapel don't they exactly all but, over the place yeah but not female yeah you, you can't turn your head without seeing male genitals right. in, in the sistine chapel now greg if there were a few films that you know we've got young people these days and all they want to do is they all they just want to snapchat mm-hmm. they, they want to watch youtube and i'm going guys we've got this 
We've got this amazing catalog of awesome movies just down the street. If, if I could just steer my kids to a couple of films that you think everybody should know, mm. what would a few of those films be just to get people started? Well, you're an Aussie, right? I absolutely. So you know the Mad Max series. Oh, I think is awesome. uh, is particularly great. There's a lot of good uh, car chases there. Now, did you know that um, Mad Max was actually based on an earlier Australian film called Angry Adam? <laughs> I do know that. Yes. Yeah. It was awesome, and 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 at that time, they it wasn't really. Um, it wasn't sort of post-apocalyptic. It was just happening in 1980, and they were all it was just a bunch of guys. That, this guy named Angry Adam, and he's out in the Aussie outback, and he's getting pretty mad because uh, um, this other guy came onto his land and took his water. Oh! So he's going, "Hey, we got to get this guy!" And they all jump in their trucks and and they chase him around for about three hours. It's, it was uh, one of the best films of my childhood. I wish that I could get a copy of Angry Adam, but it's so hard to find. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we got Mad Max. I, I definitely would steer people toward that. And, uh, you know, back to Scorsese, I think Goodfellas is, oh, really? a, is a great one that, uh, that people should watch, you know, because they, they should know about the, uh, about the mob. Okay. You know, and, uh, boy, that I had to do a lot of dubbing for that one. Oh, mm. for the know, language. A lot of, yeah, a lot of fudges. No, right. but at least in you got one. to leave all the violence in because that's not bad. Exactly. You know, and, and people should see, you know, what what these guys have to do yeah. To, yeah. to work. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. just working. Right. Yeah. And they're, uh, you know, they're not uh, Christian so much, but they are good Catholics. That's right. true. And think about it in the Old Testament when uh, Moses, who was a man of God, he he beat an Egyptian to death. And, you know, God was pleased with that. So I think, you know, violence is OK. And I think, you know, if they were making that movie now, Joe Pesci plays Moses. That's so cool. You know, that's so cool. I like Joe Pesci. He's the one who said the guy, the drive through. Uh, oh, you must have had to dub that, didn't you? What was that from? Uh, they, My cousin Vinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. I like oh, that with girl. the Utes. I like oh, that girl. Yeah, she's whatever so happened cool. to that girl? Yeah, she's so cool. She's great. You know, yeah. Once she got a bit older, I just don't think anybody really wanted to watch her anymore. No. Well, that's the problem with females. We tuned out. Is that when they don't die, they just continue to age, and nobody wants to see that. Isn't that right? That's exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, um, so great that we've got the uh, uh, Goodfellas, and then any any others that come to mind. Uh, you know, I like, uh, I, again, I, I mentioned it before, but Avengers Infinity War, I think, is really great. This is the first part okay. uh, of it, but there is something kind of traumatic at the end. So I had to kind of cut cut that stuff out, yeah. you know. Yeah. Now, do you think um, with all these superhero movies, uh, do you think that they help people better understand Christ? Or do you think that they can be a distraction? Well, Jesus is the ultimate superhero, isn't he? That's so true. Right. Yeah. So I, I think... You know, it's it. I will agree. It is a poor substitute. It's right. not. It's not the same thing. Hopefully, Marvel will make a Jesus movie soon. That's what I've been hoping. You know? mm-hmm. And I think you know that they've got so many great characters that can tie over. You know, right? So you can have Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. You know, fighting right. alongside Jesus, Ooh. and you can have you know Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. Ooh. So I think just to see you know the three of them you know kicking butt together. <laughs> Who do you think plays Jesus? Who? <laughs> You know, I, I, I don't want to, you know, talk myself up, but you know, uh, I, I do occasionally, you know, for, uh, do cosplay. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. And I know that's, it's slightly blasphemous, oh. uh, but 
Oh, you, you know, cosplay as Jesus. I cosplay as Jesus. Oh, that's, oh, that's cool. awesome. That's so I cool. Did, you know, I did a bit of cosplay yeah. um, like not too long ago, and I went as Haman uh, because people were saying, hey, are you He-Man? And I went, I was said, no, I'm Haman. That's a good one. And yeah, you know, I had a cool costume where I hung a bunch of guys off the, off the, the shoulders. In nooses. It was really and cool. And it even had sound effects of people screaming as they died. That is so clever. You know, Indianapolis Comic Con is one of the bigger ones. That's so, a good one. You know. I, I, did, I just didn't know. So if you don't get to play the part of Jesus in the, the, the movie, do you have any other favorite actors? Mel Gibson would be good. Mel Gibson would be he great. Did. He's getting Jesus. up there in age. I don't oh, know if true. he's older than Jesus ever was. Right. Jesus I, was 33 when he died, okay. and I bet Mel Gibson's probably in his 40s now. I bet he's probably in his early 40s. Yeah. So of like yeah. he might be able to pull it off. I mean, Passion of the Christ is one that I have not touched. Oh, really? Good. I've not touched Passion of the Christ. Oh, that's you know? good. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Just, just, you know, put it out as is. I think Matt Damon would be a good Jesus Christ. Um, too old? I, he might be too old. You know, I don't know if he can grow a full beard. You don't like Matt Damon, like it that. seems like. I'm not a big fan of Matt Damon. What about you know? Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I love the way he runs. He right. is. He you does know? his own stunts. He, <laughs> he probably. Does, he he would probably his, let them crucify him for real. He would want to be up there on that cross. Yep. I think. Yep. You know, and they'd try to work out some special effect for the nails. But I think Tom Cruise would insist on getting full nail in wrist to see Tom Cruise as Jesus running like that would be great. I mean, I don't know if the sandals would hold him up or anything, but. Yeah. Oh, well, you actually, you know who I want to have play Jesus. He was married to Jen Aniston, Justin Trudeau. He is so cool. He can do comedy. He can do drama. He's, and he's the prime minister of Canada. Is that true? Oh, yeah, really? he is, he's yeah. so cool. He was in The Leftovers, which is a lot like um, The Rapture, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He's great. He's yeah. great. I don't know if he, you know, is too busy governing Canada to, uh, <laughs> to shoot this movie. I did not movie, know that Jen Aniston's husband was Canadian. That's right. That's yeah. so cool. Now, what about one of the Jonas Brothers? Oh, that would be so cool. Because, you know, those guys are Christian. They're believers. They are absolutely. And even though they do play secular music now, you can, every single song has some kind of Jesus theme and they're all really attractive guys. Yeah. Maybe you could have one of those guys play Jesus. A couple of them also play some of the disciples, maybe John and Peter. Yeah. Uh, that would be kind of cool. That would be so cool. Yeah, 20 years ago we'd say Hanson, right? right. You know, mm-hmm. but it's the Jonas Brothers now, you right. know. And I think that would bring some kids, you know, to the theater to yeah. to check out, you know, this Jesus Marvel movie. Have you ever had any trouble in the store? Um, of any sort where people are coming into the store and they're trying to get different kinds of movies that you that you wouldn't want to carry there. Yeah, you know, I'll be honest with you. It doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen occasionally. You know, I do have a, you know, I do my own editing behind this little beaded uh, section where right. you've got to kind of like go through this beaded curtain, you know, and people assume that there's something going on back there that oh. there is not, you know. Right. So sometimes I'll, I'll see, you know, creepy middle-aged guys, you know, hanging around that room and I'm like, hey, that's my editing bay. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I got to get them out of there. But sometimes, you know, more likely than not, you know, I have people who think it's a blockbuster, you know. Right. It's not a blockbuster. Well, the letters look exactly the same. It's a similar font. Right. Mm-hmm. Same font, same colors. Blue, big blue and yellow letters. It's awesome. Yeah. But it says it's washed in the blood, which right. couldn't be more different That's right. Right. than blockbuster. But, you know, you do have a lot of illiterate people that watch movies now. Because they, when you can't read very well, you're going, hey, what, what the heck do I do with my brain? Yeah. So I got to watch something. So sometimes I'll get people who have rented from me, but they're expecting more of the uh, the full version, you right. know. 
and uh, they'll come into the store. They'll they'll hit me with the VHS tape. You know, they'll they'll throw it at me. They'll use some of the words. You know, not dubbed. Right. You know. Well, you try to dub it as they as they I used, do. Right. You know, in in real time. You know, I because I, I really can't bear you know to hear that kind of language. So you know, right. it's hard to to dub. Uh, you know, in real time, right? You know, right. you can't also anticipate what words they're gonna use, right? You know, but if, but it, I try if there's to. a wind up and I come in, and I'm like, hey, and I throw the tape, and I go, you son of a gun, right? That's great. Yeah, so I'm usually right there on that one, right? You know, that's what you did with all those um, Adam Sandler and Chris Farley ones, like Tommy Boy and Black Sheep. All those, my son loves them. I get them all the time. Mm-hmm. I thought you did a great job with those, and they're funny still movies. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of edited them all together. Oh, just one, that's so cool. Yeah, just kind of one big mega movie. And you even put the um, Bill Murray golf one in there, too. Uh, yeah, Caddyshack. Yeah, that was so cool. You yeah. kind of put all those, and it's hilarious. Talk this, about awesome world building. I mean, I mean, you really built a whole universe there just with the Chris Farley characters. Exactly. You know, because he, he left us a while ago, you know, oh, but I he? think he did. Yeah, oh, where'd he yeah. Get, uh, did he pass? He did pass. Oh, that's bad. terrible. But you, you wouldn't know it because he's a big seller at my uh, at my video Absolutely. store. Absolutely, that's yeah. true. Yeah, and he's in uh, he's in the latest Adam Sandler. Oh, you know, great! In my version. Oh, great! Oh, that's so good. You're keeping him alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, one he's like most, Lazarus. One of the most Christian things that I think you've done too is um, when you declared the the day of jubilee for everyone's late fees, and mm-hmm. you said um, everyone's late fees for the last seven years are erased. I waived them all. That was, I mean, and did that did that impact you financially? Very much, yeah. We're we're having we're having trouble staying afloat. There is mm-hmm. a GoFundMe, okay, uh, which is uh, which is going now for the uh, store. So anything you can donate, but you know, if if people want to keep the tape at home for a while, you know, and and grow to uh, to live and learn and love these movies, you know, then who am I to uh, to charge them for it? That is awesome. You know, oh, a way to so way to keep such a biblical theme in a business. I think we need that more. Yeah, and to and to wipe away people's um, debts and stains, it really is a Christ-like thing, and it's going to introduce more people to Christ. Well, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Now, not to be cliche, but I I love the ones I love. I'm going to be very honest. Under the Tuscan Sun, I thought what you did with Pretty Woman was incredible. Mm-hmm. I thought Pretty Woman was, I mean, classic. Yeah, because I think you've got to take the part out that she's, you know, a harlot. That's right. You know, like that can't be in there. That's right. Obviously. So, you know, it just kind of opens uh, with, uh, with Richard Gere pulling up on a big old boat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, there's also some scenes of uh, women being mean to her in a store. But yeah. Uh, where they're dressed up and everything. Yeah. 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 And then it's got, it must have been loved by Roxette. Oh, I love Is in there, which song. is a great song. But it's over now. And then it is over now. It's a three minute movie. Yeah, that's right. But I loved it. Now I'm also going to, I'm going to go in on a Richard Gere movie all the time. I'm sorry. I, he does something to me. I think though. So under the Tuscan sun, um, pretty woman nights in Rodantha. How do you say, what's that North Carolina place where the horses are on the beach? Rodantha? Rodand? Rodanthe. Rodanthe. Nights in Rodanthe. I thought what you did with that was so great because she's, you know, a divorcee and he's killed someone in surgery on his table as a doctor and they're in this house and the hurricane's coming and, oh, it was full of all this longing and, you know, you took out the adultery and the fornicating. That's right. But we still had a lot of the romance. You know, if the if the heat is still there, mm-hmm. then I've done my work. Mm-hmm. You know, Unfaithful was a tough one. Oh, now what's that one? That's a Diane Lane and Richard Gere movie. Okay. Oh, I love those two together. Yeah. 
but there's a lot of lust. There's right. a lot uh, of lust. Seems like movie. the title says it it's all. It's right there in the title. Right. So how it? long did that one come out to? That's about a minute and a half. Okay, so you can hit it quick, in and out. Hit it and get out. That's now, awesome. Are there any movies that you've actually not been able to figure out a way to cut the movie that you just have said, you know what? God, I can't do it. Minions. Minions. Yeah. What about it was... I don't know. I think, you know, uh, somebody suggested to me a while ago that those little guys, the uh, the minions, the titular minions, right. that they look a little like... Oh, Satan's minions. A little like Satan's minions. And so I've had a hard time like getting that out of my head. And if you the know, whole movie... The, the whole movie is There's that. never a frame without a there's minion. There's never a frame without a minion. There's a minion in every shot. Ah, uh, well, you know? what are you going to do? So, you yeah. know, I could dub over the whole movie, but I can't erase the visuals. It's going to be a lot of you work. Know? Yeah. So, you know, if, if you're seeing just uh, the, the demons of, of, of Hades, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. up there, then, you know, you're not going to get that out of your head. Now, I'm sure people ask you all the time, what is your favorite movie? And it's so hard or, you know, top five or whatever. But what I think we should do is give him a genre and he'll say his favorite of that genre. Then it's not as hard to just nail down one movie. Okay. So uh, we'll just shoot him at you and you say what your favorite is. And then this way we all might get exposed to some stuff we need to check out. Okay, great. Okay. Well, of course, I'm going to shoot at you first. Uh, Rom-com. Passion of the Christ. Awesome. Uh, Let's see. I'll go with Action. Passion of the Christ. Oh, that's so okay. cool. Horror. Well, I, oh, I mean, there's The Exorcist, but I'm going to go with Passion of the Christ. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to go with, um, gosh, I can't think of it. Uh, I said action, right? Yeah. You know, that's really kind of the only type of movie I watch. Um, documentary. Oh, documentary. Okay. Documentary. Passion of the Christ. Okay. Yeah. Um, war movie. Okay. War movie. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, isn't it? that's on the a beach. good one. Yeah. Oh, the, no, the beach can't be in there. Oh, you took it out. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of there's you know you see guts okay. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. That is so awesome. I love that you have uh, with all these movies that you know. I can I can tell I could actually figure out a pattern in that, which was I think he really likes Passion of the Christ. Yeah. And it, it's a movie I haven't seen yet, so I'm gonna go check it out. Oh, it's great. Oh, I can't yeah, wait. It's got a young Mel Gibson in it. Awesome. Uh-huh. Named Jim Caviezel. We should move on to mailbag. Just like Miriam put Moses into a basket and sent him down the river, you've put some letters into the Nile of our mailbag. Here's one for you. You ready to answer some questions? Absolutely. Here we go. Hi, Twin Hillers. I am an online church member through the Twin Hills website, and my question is on my ticket to heaven. Now, I am not rich, but I do all right being a white man in God's America. I pay my taxes, I take my vitamins, and I always have, Lord, I lift your name on high on in my car on repeat. I'm wondering if on top of my extremely generous tithes, if I can give a one-time mega donation to lock down my ticket to the ultimate house of the Lord. Thanks, Marcus Glasscock. Wow. Wow. Marcus Glasscock. Um, You know, Marcus, what I would say is, you know, we don't know um, if gifts tithing or anything like that does anything to get you into heaven because what we do know is that it's your relationship with jesus christ that's right that is going to get you into heaven that's right and if you invite jesus into your heart to live there that is that is your ticket to heaven now what i would just add on that is anything that you make in service to this church that is helping others get to heaven is only probably going to get you um you know some some extra attention when you get there. So what I am going to say is, uh, you know, the size of the gift doesn't matter, but right now 
Um, I'm not sure if you saw the um, on the Climax Twitter, but right now we are trying to find a couple new Marshall stack amps for the Climax, um, the praise band. Ooh. And those are pretty expensive and it's not, it's outside of the budget right now. So if you did have it in your heart to help us get those, um, you know, they, I'd like a couple of vintage Marshall stacks and they're about $10,000 each for a vintage one. That's wow. what we're looking for. Wow. That's so cool. Now, I would also say, Marcus Glasscock, I would say, um, you know, Christ described us all as being parts of the body of Christ. Uh, if you're good with your hands and you're a woodworker, say you might be the hands part of the body of Christ. If you've got a big heart, uh, you might be the heart part of the body. If you've got a good head on your shoulders, you might be the brain part of the body of Christ. And so we've all been given spiritual gifts, right? Uh, you know, Greg has been given this gift of, of video editing. You know, and he's using that to glorify God. He's using his gift as his part of the body. And I would say if, if, if the thing you've been given is wealth, I do think that you can use that wealth and God recognizes that. And he says, you are trying to promote my kingdom. And I would say, Marcus, you could give a big time financial gift to Washington the Blood video because right. that is something that we could really use it. That he could use it. Yeah. He could use it. Now we on the podcast, we could use it too, because we are an unsanctioned podcast, you know, that is just, we're doing it on our own. We're not receiving anything from Twin Hills. We'll take any donation you got. But I would also say that the ministry that Greg has taken upon himself to do, to help keep our minds pure and our hearts focused on Christ. I think anything you can do, I think God will recognize that. I know that tithing to a video store, you know, doesn't, you know, is different than tithing to a church, but I think it's a new era. That's you right. Know? Yeah. I mean, and God adjusts to new media. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly right. And you know, the, the Bible does say that we will, um, depending on the good acts of service that we do on earth, we will get rubies in our crown in that's heaven. Right. And so if you give to wash in the blood video, you might be getting another jewel in your crown that you're going to wear in heaven. And you might get Rudy's in your crown because I have uh, Rudy with, uh, Sean Aston at the store. Greg Gagowski was played by Craig Kakowski. Check out his podcast, Craigslist, and you can follow him on Twitter at Craigslist PCAST or Orange Tux Improv, and check him out on all six seasons of Drunk History. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at megathepodcast at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon. Hey, what's up, sinners all around the world? My name is Joe, and I am inviting you to join me every other Sunday on Choose Your Own Religion as I interview comedians, musicians, pastors, atheists, academics, other smart people about their take on God and spirituality. And uh, sometimes we even make up a religion. It's called Choose Your Own Religion, not take whatever one there is. So uh, check us out and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find podcasts. And until then, you're in my thoughts and prayers. That's Choose Your Own Religion on Campfire Media. Campfire.